It's a D.H. Stanley, so is it actually Stanley? Hello and welcome to episode 125 of the Lazy Couch Podcast. We're here to give you all you need to know about consumer tech at the internet and all things Marvel. My name is Jeff Kim, and that is America's Ass. My name is Kelvin Lee. What's white has half a terabyte and wide-angle lens? What? <laughs> Those things don't really go together for me. No, they don't. Uh, got a new phone. What? Yeah. Is it the folding phone? <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't have... Two and a half grand or whatever it is. Uh, so got a Samsung S10 Plus. Whoa. Um, not going to talk about it today. I think we have a lot to cover. We definitely uh, do. Yeah, but uh, a lot to talk about on that front, on uh, both fronts, really. Um, mm. So I think we should just kick on with the show. Yes. So as mentioned and as heard in the intro music, it's all things Marvel, MCU, Possibly for the last time, Kelvin. That's kind of sad, actually. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we're gonna talk about that a little bit. It, you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna go on. Like this mm-hmm. thing just makes money. That's true. Fun. Um, now I've I've seen it twice. We're talking about Avengers Endgame, of course. Um, you've I think just seen them once. Is that yeah. true? I'm actually watching it again tomorrow night. Are you serious? I am serious. And don't <laughs> and don't let get uh Siri to go off again. Um. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be all spoilery. So, yes. you know, if you're probably, you know, maybe 1% of the population who hasn't seen it yet, uh, please go away. Or if you really hate comic book movies, but you want to know what all the hype is about, just, you know, do that to yourself. There are some people like that, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I mean, what a movie. Um, so we watched it uh, 10 a.m. session on a Wednesday. I think it was... Mm-hmm. Uh, the morning after the LA premiere happened the night before. So we were pretty fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were pretty much spoiler free from, except for my own predictions. Yes. Which were very <laughs> accurate, by the way. <laughs> they were accurate. Um, I don't even know where to begin. At the very start, I'd at say. The, at the very start. Okay. Well, I mean, like, let, let's just talk about general feelings first, because I mean, um, I felt like um, this was a long movie, of course, but uh, it felt like three different films, distinct films in one, like mm. even with different styles and different sort of tonality. Yeah, I thought it was paced well for a three-hour movie. I didn't feel like it was three hours. Um, you know, they kept delivering, you know, they kept delivering all the pieces and to fill in the gaps that, mm-hmm. you know, have been created in the last 21 movies. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed the whole movie um and you know what i think a lot of people felt that way as well you know based on all the reviews you're seeing mm-hmm. but i think people are almost afraid to say bad things about it now and the internet Ooh. will just re- react if you do so there's a bit of that as well okay yeah i think i can definitely see that maybe maybe it's the phantom menace effect happening all over again <laughs> um i mean like my first reaction i think you know because we watched it together and and my first thing that i said to you i think was that um well, it was probably a bad movie, <laughs> if, you know, if, if you watched it by itself and, no, you know, with no other context. Um, I mean, second time round, I definitely enjoyed it a whole lot more, I think. Yeah. And it, it was quite funny because we were waiting for, obviously, the famed um, end of movie scenes, credit scenes that never happened. Oh, yeah. Um, and, I, and, I, as, and as we were waiting around, I saw all these kids mm-hmm. that were definitely not born when Iron Man 1 
was around. <laughs> so that is true. Yeah, it, it kind of just showed you how evergreen this content is, like you know, the cartoons, the toys, the movies. Um, so they're 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 they're. People will enjoy these movies to come, I would say. So bring on the next generation. Mm, so this is truly unprecedented. And, you know, some people are saying that something like this will never, ever happen again. Even even if it was the MCU trying to, you know, re-piece new characters, new scenarios, like new comic book references. Uh, I don't know if they can do it again just because it's happened once. And, you know, how, how, could, it, how could it stick again? That, yeah, that is I rem- a real question right now. Yeah, I remember when I was, uh, I don't know how old I was, when the first X-Men came out, and that was my hope for it, right? Because I was an avid reader of the comic books. Like, there were so many arcs, so many angles they could have taken. But then, obviously, it totally bombed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, here's a fun fact. Apparently, Fox was given the rights of all Marvel characters for $25 million. Um, mm. And they only bought Spider-Man for $7 million, uh, And they even included the remark around who really cares about the rest of, you know, Marvel we only right. want Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, so that will haunt them for life. Yeah. So, I mean, it was truly an ending the whole, the whole way through, just the pacing. Everything felt like an ending. Uh, mm. Even in the, you know, the very end, it sort of called back to the, the famous or the infamous uh, Return of the King ending scenes where it sort yep, of yep. had five different endings. Um, now, I think, you know, we, we have to give uh, due credit to Kevin Feige and team because... 11 years, uh, probably more if you sort of, you know, uh, take into account all the planning beforehand, uh, before Iron Man, the first one. Um, but, yeah, this incredible. I've got a clip here, Kevin Feige at the LA premiere. Um, and just to give you a sense of how he was feeling, because, like, I mean, he would have been nervous, obviously, just like all the other openings. But he's he also sounded a bit fired up. Here he is. The truth is... Every time I'm at a premiere, up to this point, I've had three other movies in my head knowing where we were heading, that they were all chapters in the overall story that we were eventually going to bring to a conclusion. Tonight, we bring it to a conclusion. Tonight, I feel like I've actually finished the big, long, giant story that we started nearly 12 years ago with the first Iron Man films. Yeah, I I think he had a bit of a slip because he said, "I, I have finished... Mm. Uh, the, the story, the story arc that he started 11 years ago, but I, I, I'm glad he said it. I'm, I'm glad he's kind of owning it because you know, without him, obviously, none of this would happened. Yeah. Um, so yeah, good, good on him. I think um, you know, like Feige has sort of been this this background character. He's almost the Nick Fury of the MCU, right? Mm. And um, I, th- I think he's just getting all the accolades right now because you know, even all the actors. Um, I've got another clip here. I might not play it, but um, there was a, a great uh, roundtable hosted by Entertainment Weekly uh, just before the opening, and you know Robert Downey Jr. were just like, you know, talking about um, how you know Feige has been. His name is Kevin Feige, by the way, everyone. Um, <laughs> he, he's been sort of looking at all the actors like as if as if you know the you know the his children. <laughs> And uh, just, you know, lovingly and just, you know, all, all that sort of good stuff is sort of coming out now, which is uh, good to see. Yeah, more so for like Robert Downey Jr., right? I mean, before mm-hmm. Iron Man, he was slowly piecing his career and life together from, mm-hmm. you know, years of substance abuse and alcohol and things like that. So, you know, it, it, it I think it means a lot for Tony to still be here after 11 years and 
uh, uh, Tony. I meant Robert. Um, <laughs> RDJ. Yeah, RDJ. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's it's fitting that I mean it's no surprise now that obviously you know Tony doesn't make it in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll talk about that more. Sure. Um, just just another comment from me. Like uh, the movie was very self aware as well. Uh, it sort of knew what it was, and uh, you know a lot of self referencing, very meta. Uh, I mean, I think the line from Tony to, uh, oh, okay, this is sort of near the end, but um, he does say, I won't say what's it uh, seen just yet, but uh, he does say, if you told me a few years ago that we weren't alone in the universe, I wouldn't have believed the extent of it. Mm-hmm. So just like basically describing, you know, the MCU, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that that was an actually line from from the movie. So very meta. I mean, it referenced all the other, other uh, time travel movies, some some of these movies actually featured actors from you know some of the actors from the MCU were in those movies so it doesn't quite work actually because mm. what does that mean because they they know about that movie that they were in themselves so who are the actors? anyway um, that gets very meta when you do do that <laughs> way um, but very satis- satisfying ending yeah um, and and super difficult to do when you think about it like if mm. you think about the guardians of the galaxy and the kind of you know humorous tone it had along with thor ragnarok mm-hmm. against the backdrop of doctor strange and iron man and um thor that were the earlier movies so they weren't as yeah established and good and the storytelling wasn't great and you to bring it all together mm-hmm. different tones different actors is it's something isn't it yeah now I do have a clip, related clip to that, and this is uh, the Russo brothers, Anthony and Joe, uh, speaking about that exactly. We don't simply think about like, oh well, who, what do we want the teams to be at the end of the movie? A lot of us figuring that out is how do we get there? You know, those small little choices we make along the way that end up pushing somebody one place or the other ends up dictating where they. We end. knew we wanted Peter with Tony. We knew that we wanted Strange and Tony together because we wanted to see that two egotistical characters going at each other. Uh, he's, he's describing the Infinity War, of course. Uh, yes. But yeah. New Cap yeah. was in hiding on Earth, so that was always going to stay that way. And uh, pairing Cap with T'Challa was going to be a really, uh, you know, after that final scene in, in Civil War to see those two characters reunite, we knew that would be a powerful moment yeah difficult in some ways i agree but i think just given the the pure nature of the characters and and the journey that they've all taken and the journey that you know as an audience we've taken like it sort of did kind of work out like really great i think yeah and Mm. how cool is it that they started at the end and then work kind of backwards um so you can imagine the board uh, that was in that production mm-hmm. room and, and what it would look like and all the red lines and things like that. I wish, you know, I wish we could see it. Yeah, even even um, getting getting into the, uh, the the story of the movie, but um, I call it the second act where it's it's the time heist bit. Hmm. And, you know, the teams, there's three teams get separated. Even how they thought of, okay, well, well let's put these characters in this situation to see their old, se- old selves and how they interact with that. I think that was just perfect as well. Um, should we go into the plot now? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> I guess if you're listening to this, you've seen the movie, so we don't, we won't cover, you know, what, what happens exactly, but, um, uh, just going through the scene by scene, um, the first, I guess, uh, you know, the, the Hawkeye part, um, I quite liked. Um, it was, a. I I think someone next to me said it was a, 
uh, it was a cold start or cold beginning where there was no um, there's no fanfare to the start of the music. It was literally uh, in that sort of homestead of Clint Barton with his family and um, he's you know teaching one of his daughters how to shoot and he actually says Hawkeye, calls her Hawkeye actually. Yeah. Because that, um, that, that's never been uh, muttered before. Yeah, and I think they just want to show you the emotional extent of mm. what 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 was what was done in Infinity War, right? Yeah. So anyone can relate to this scene, right? Whether you're a mother, father, brother, or sister, mm-hmm. uh, there is someone there that you can you know relate to, and it really pulled the heartstrings. I think like you could feel his despair. Mm-hmm. Well, if if you've left, uh, if, sorry, if you've seen this series, The Leftovers, you definitely uh, can relate to it. Yeah. Um, who, who actually did that? Uh, Dame, Damon, Damon. Uh, anyway, the guy who did Lost and um, uh, The Leftovers, um, he he's had some pretty cool tweets this week as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and basically uh, fr- from there, like you, you sort of go into the aftermath of, of the, uh, what do they call it? Decimation or the snappening? Mm-hmm. What, what's, what's your, what's your favorite? I like, I like the snappening. The snappening, <laughs> the snap. Um, the dustation, no. <laughs> um, so basically, yeah, Tony's Tony and Nebula are adrift in space. Um, uh, we we see at the end of Captain Marvel. Um, spoiler for Captain Marvel. <laughs> uh, but we know we know we know that she um ends up uh at the headquarters, Avengers HQ at the end of that. And I guess it's not really explained, but she I guess she's told to look for them. Yeah, so I think there's a couple of. I mean, obviously, this is a lot of. There's a lot of details to cover here, and mm. I think we can forgive some things like that. Like, <laughs> it's space. It's vast. She doesn't. She's not telepathic. She's not. Yeah. You know, she doesn't have powers to let her scan the universe, right? You, I mean, what you what you can hope for is mm-hmm. connections somehow, a network of people and satellites yeah. to locate things. Yeah, and obviously, you know, guys like Rocket and uh, I guess Rocket only is the only one that's been to space on Earth. Um, so he might have had technology because, you know, it's it's the Benatar as well. It's his mm, ship. That's right. Um, and, okay, we had, it might take a little while if we go scene by scene, but um, I guess, you know, the, the crux of it is that uh, the teams form up again. They look for Thanos or they find Thanos and uh, and Thor, of course, goes for the head. Yeah. And um, I thought it was pretty cool that it really shows you that Thanos was done. I think there was a certain mm-hmm. sort of acceptance of his fate uh, when they mm-hmm. when they killed him, and he used the power of the stones to destroy the stones. Did you feel some gladiator vibes there when he's like brushing his hands through the the bushes? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, like it. Yeah, and and it made sense that like the power it took to destroy the stones was a lot more than the snapping. So it almost killed him, right? Um, and he was weakened. Um, so that's why they had the chance to take his head off. Mm. Uh, and then I think I think this is where the movie really started for me. Yeah, and then five years later, and um, uh, and then the title scene I think came on came on after that, and then there are a few sort of cheers. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. yeah. Um, so five years later, um, actually that was quite sad when it, when it turned to that. So you see, you know, old New York, all kind of like, uh, I don't know, um, being abandoned, uh, society has kind of crumbled everywhere. Um, you've got sad Rogers, you have, 
Natasha's just completely broken, but she's still running the team five years later in the year 2023. Yeah. Um, and uh, I did like the sort of the hologram part. Um, you know, she's still trying to piece together. I mean, there's there's little little uh, Easter eggs about Namor. I don't know. Do you know about that? No, I didn't. What Easter egg? Oh, okay. So I think it was Okoye, who was uh-huh. on one of the holograms. She was saying, oh, feeling some uh, tremors under the sea or ocean tremors or something uh, like that, right? And she goes, yeah. uh, we, we do something by not doing anything. You know, she says something like that. But yeah. then apparently that's a sort of uh, maybe a little nod to Namor. Maybe. I think uh, that, that hologram scene um, mm. showed also a little bit uh, of a conversation between Captain Marvel and War Machine. Rhodey, so, yeah. yeah. So in the comic books, they have, uh, they're obviously together. Bit of a romance, um, yeah. So apparently that was sort of mm. a little wink, wink, nod, nod to that. So, I mean, I did read about that before the second screening. So I was looking out for it. It was, it was more just a look and, and then, and she does say, you know, good luck, Rady, or something like that. And she goes, mm. so yeah, I think debatable, but yeah, I mean, that's how, you know, uh, Wanda and Vision started as well. Right. Um, and then, uh, you get Scott Lang. Yes. Um, so the whole one in 14 million was to do, <laughs> was to do with <laughs> was- a rat. With a rat, randomly hitting buttons because Ken Jong couldn't work out how to activate the time machine. So that was a cool sort of like, and apparently now every main actor in Community has mm-hmm. been on a Marvel movie now. I think just about yeah. yeah. I, I don't remember the uh, oh, the guy who has that Netflix show. Uh, uh, was the last season of the X Files. Yeah, that one. Um, yeah. But yeah, some of the, I saw a YouTube video where it just featured yeah. all of them and okay. it showed you all the little snaps. Um, so yeah, that mm. that uh, so Scott is back, confused mm-hmm. as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I particularly like the scene where he goes home to look for his daughter, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and I think we're getting closer to her Ooh, becoming Cassie. yeah Cassie Lang becoming mm. a superhero. Yeah, because she was all kinds of cute when when yeah. you know the first Ant Man at least because uh, there was that fight scene in her bedroom which is quite mm. funny uh with the train with thomas the t- tank engine and the giant ant that's right um yeah so i think i think you're right there so there's you know there's a bit of a setup to phase whatever it is now four four, four is it hang, hang on yeah. do we didn't we just conclude phase four no so no this didn't we conclude phase three we concluded the Infinity Saga, which took 22 yes. films. Yes. So it's not the end of this phase yet because the next Spider-Man is the end of this phase. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they say that, but I don't know. Like, I just, Yeah, yeah. How, how yeah. Would, okay. Um, okay. So where are we up to? So Lang uh, goes to uh, Avengers HQ, try, tries to convince um, Steve and Natasha about the quantum realm, and they sort of go on this... Um, you know, journey together to, you know, get some help from smart mm. people. So a couple of funny scenes, especially Professor Hulk. Uh, but before that, um, they go to Tony, who doesn't want a bar of it. Yeah. Um, and, and and this is the thing I noticed as well, I think being a dad and having a daughter, like ooh. they all have daughters. Like uh, it's not a son. Like I don't know what the, what the thing is ooh. and why it had to be that way. Um, so obviously he named her Morgan. Um, mm-hmm. after his little dream slash premonition, who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she obviously, uh, when you, when she gets presented at that scene, she's, she dons, um, rescues helmet, which is the name of, uh, Pepper Potts, um, suit. Um, so that was interesting. I think that was a nod of, you know, what was to come in the movie with Pepper mm. putting on the suit. 
Yeah. See, I, I, I don't think she was wearing that helmet though in like yeah. in the final battle. But anyway, we'll we'll cover that. Um, now, <laughs> yeah, I think Professor Hulk was probably. Well, I mean, it would have been better if that wasn't spoiled for me because, I mean, there was speculation that that was going to happen, the two mm. characters being mixed in the one body. Um, but, yeah, it's some some interesting, um, I don't know, CGI. I, th- I thought Ruffalo's performance overall was, was pretty good just in the, in the mocap. Mm-hmm. Um, very believable. I think yeah very believable yeah um but just just some performances i mean let's let's just quickly touch on that because um i think rdj and and apparently there is a campaign to get him nominated for an oscar for this i thought i thought he was really really good like yeah i know i agree but i think there's there's it's more of an issue with the academy rather than the movie like i think mm. They really don't want to give a superhero movie any awards. Oh well, the awards that matter, you know, not, well, not the ones that Black Panther won for best yeah. unif- uniforms, costumes, whatever. Yes, yeah, so, I mean Black Panther was nominated, but um, I think the one of the first things you said after the movie was that like, will it get nominated? Like the movie itself, just like you know, um, it's sort of like a participation award for being so mm. great for the last few years. Um, Return of the King Award. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, ugh, I don't know. It depends on the quality of the other films, maybe. Like, maybe there is a... I mean, like, there's up to 10 films that get nominated these days. Mm. Um, I think it has a chance, but I, I thought... I just thought, um, especially in the second viewing, Robert Downey Jr.'s performance was, like, like one of the, one of the all-time greats. Um, I mean, I guess, how do you become a, like, a lead actor in a movie that features about 700 billion actors that's <laughs> pretty hard to do so it doesn't get much screen time i guess if you think about it but um even even like give him a supporting actor award i mean i, th- I think he deserves it because like especially when he was like quite frail at the beginning mm, 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 um, yeah yeah his, that's um and yeah like he does re- regress into this sort of the original tony stark kind of um character right yeah um, sort of selfish. I mean, within reason because he's been through a lot. Um, but yeah, that that was an interesting part of his story arc um, that led to his ultimate ending, which we'll also cover later. Yeah. Um, where where to now? So Hulk is there. Um, Tony sort of is uh, washing the dishes and somehow gets gets uh, like has a mishap and water gets onto these photographs. So he, he sees um, himself and Peter Parker, young Peter Parker. And that's when he goes, okay, I'm feeling a, I'm feeling some feelings right now. Um, so what does he do? He takes Jar- oh Jarvis doesn't exist anymore. Friday, Friday, yeah. and uh, he invents time travel. So there's that. Yeah. So here's the thing: has he always <laughs> been thinking about it? Do you think, or did he just come up with it in like the week or whatever it was uh, that was brought to him? I think. I mean, like, Professor Hulk or Banner says that's not his expertise, but I can't see how it would have been Tony Stark's expertise either, given that he's more of a mechanical engineer and I don't know. Um, But, yeah, it sounded like he did sort of look up on it or maybe... maybe. The biggest problem with the MCU is Mm -hmm. the the lack of Fantastic Four, right? Because Mm. anything quantum-related is Mr. Fantastic's Ah, arena. Um, Mm. And, you know, I want to know where, like, you know... uh, did did Pim pass away? Is that what happened? Pim in... was dusted in the, the decimation. Oh, that's right. That's what yes. happened because he would have been helpful too. Yes, well, yes, obviously, yes. Um, yeah. I don't know about time travel, but I think maybe he would have cracked it. Mm. Maybe, maybe if um, 
Michelle Pfeiffer was also yeah. uh, alive. Um, yeah, and they also ran out of pin particles, uh, which is another sort of plot hole we can talk about later. Um, from there, we go to New Asgard. Mm. <laughs> Norway. Now, this was one of um, just just before that. I thought it might if, if we're gonna go on to like favorite bits. Uh, one of mm. my favorite bits was just that part where Scott Lang is um, outside the headquarters and he's about to have a taco, a taco, <laughs> and then um, the 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 Benetton lands and you know the, the whole thing sort of falls apart. Yeah, that that whole scene is like it felt like an indie movie. Just it's the whole sort of atmosphere changed after that. You think that scene itself could be a winner of a short short <laughs> film? Is that what you're saying? I don't know because there was there was no dialogue, and you got this Hulk sort of having this like, oh, okay, I'm just a lovable, you know, big guy. He's he's some of my lunch that I was gonna have, but he, you know, since you lost your lunch, you can have it, Scott. Sort of thing, and then they go off on the, you know, the jet, and um, and then the next next scene is New Asgard, right? So yeah, I, but I, also there was that scene where War Machine scared him and said, "Hey, regular man." Well, that, that was the same cool scene. Too. That was the same yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, same scene, totally. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There was, there was a little bit of dialogue, but I just yeah. the whole vibe was like very indie movie vibe. Yeah, I loved I agree. it. Um, so at New Asgard. So we we, we do find out Valkyrie is alive. Uh, Meek Which and Korg are believable, by the oh, way. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? Like she was on that ship that got yeah. like obliterated by the stone. So how was did it anyone? Fifty though. I know it was no before. like. Because yeah. on that ship, he, he killed everyone, right? Thanos killed everyone, and he destroyed the ship with the power stone. So no, I, I think the idea was, I think he was still doing 50-50 then, so he let half of them go. Oh, I see what you mean. But then, you know, they all had to survive the snap as well, so it was like 25% chance. 50-50-50-50, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, that's probably how they're going to ex- explain it. Um Yes, uh, and then I mean, I guess that's when we see. Can can we say? Can we call him Fat Thor? Is that yeah? Please call okay. him Fat Thor, <laughs> um, or um, Lebowski Thor. <laughs> um, that was a bit of a surprise. Got a, had a bit of a reaction from the crowd. Yeah, um, Fortnite was uh, there was a product placement apparently in the year twenty twenty three. They're still playing Fortnite. Yeah, but also you can now uh, pick up um, Avengers weapons in Fortnite. There's a cross-promotion happening. Oh, yes. I read about that, yeah. Yeah, I thought that's pretty cool. Um, and then, hang on. I'm on the wrong thing here. I have to go back to the Saints. <laughs> uh, how are we going for time? How are we going too slow? Maybe, oh, whoa, whoa. What, 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 uh, what Let's hurry it on. <laughs> yeah. Um, Professor Hulk, uh, New Asgard. And then Clint, of course. Uh, N- Natasha goes to Tokyo to... Um, save Clint. Yeah, is it, is it who, who has yeah. now taken the mantle of Ronan, which is basically a one-man killing machine, and he's killing like you know Mexican drug lords, the yakuza, mm-hmm. um, just doing what he can do to sort of fill the gap of his losing his whole family to the snapping. Yeah, what well, what was the line? It was like uh, I think to the question, why why are you doing this? Why are you doing to this to us? And he's like, uh, um, the others got Thanos. You get me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, th- I think, you know, uh, the Jeremy Renner was, was um, probably the most airtime in this film. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't say he killed it. No? No, I just thought it was quite flat. Like, he didn't seem broken enough or angry enough or Punisher enough. You know what I mean? Like, in Punisher, like, mm-hmm. if you watch the TV series, you can tell the guy's a little bit local. But not, not, not Jeremy here. He's not... Yeah, he's still a bit 
collected. You, you can tell he's a bit uh, twisted from the 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 mohawk haircut. Yeah, the bad the bad haircut. I mean, who's crazy enough to get that haircut? Um, so yeah, yeah, and the um, the the sleeve, the tat sleeve. Yeah. Now, okay, so let's move it along. Um, I guess the the team is sort of formed together, and they go through the history of the MCU basically, and mm-hmm. piecing together where all the stones are at particular times in the past. Um, so this this is a, again another meta moment. Um, also, they spend a lot of time trying to explain how time travel works. Like Hulk is like, it's it's definitely not this. It's definitely this, right? So yeah. The, the best way to... I've been watching a few videos on this and been trying to figure it out. Mm. It isn't like a linear... It's a linear timeline. So if you travel back to the past and you kill yourself, mm. you're still okay because your future self is now your past self. Yes. And there's only one of you. Yes. Uh, which simplifies the whole time traveling issue. But it could also be true. <laughs> yeah, it could also be true. Like, you know. Um, I mean, it is linear in that sense, right? But... Yeah. Um, I think uh, your favorite YouTuber, um, uh, awesome emergency, awesome <laughs> dude. <laughs> he, he, called it, he, he called me. it the he called it the Dragon Ball Z um, time travel method. So I don't know. Really? If you, I if don't you, know enough you about <laughs> Dragon Balls to um, to get this one. Yeah. Um, so I have no idea, but um, I thought that was interesting. Um, so should we talk about the different teams? Hmm. So team one, 2012 Battle of New York Avengers, Marvel's Avengers movie <laughs> featuring, uh, okay, let, let's see if we can get this right. Captain America, Iron Man, and Ant-Man. Is that the yeah. three? Yep. Yes. Um, you know, there were some pretty, pretty cool bits. Uh, oh, sorry. Hulk was there too. Um, so <laughs> Hulk going, yay, Professor yeah. Hulk. Yeah, that was Smash. good. That was that was good. Second time it was not so good, but I think first time was good. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, like everything, like this, this is the a good example of the rich tapestry of the world that they've built over eleven years. And you know, obviously, everyone knows Hulk likes to smash, and you actually see the the old Hulk just before that scene as well. And he sort of has his embarrassed face, doesn't he? Yeah, and uh, that that was the first the first thing that also that uh, went into my head was he's a lot smaller than actual Hulk, so which is yeah. believable because you're half the Hulk, right? Right. So I like that. And I did hear that um, in the comic books, he's not as overpowered, not overpowered, but as as powered as the the real Hulk as well. That's right, because he's not as angry. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Um. Yes, what other notable bits? Asian, yeah, ancient the, one? Yep. G- gave it up a bit easy, the ancient one. You know what I mean? Oh, I, okay. I know she can also time travel because of the time stone, but, mm. and she knows of Doctor Strange, but to give it up like that, I don't know. Can she time travel, but can she go between universes? I don't think so, but she can do the whole, you know, like yeah. predict future type thing, um, similar to what Doctor Strange can do. Uh, and she must know of Doctor Strange in a timeline. So apparently, these all the the su- the supreme ones. What are they mm-hmm. called? Um, they can all talk to each other across timelines or something. Um, mm. So that's why she knows of him. Are you are you saying uh, they're like Jedi ghosts? Yeah, pretty much. Actually, that's a good that's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I I, th- I thought the visuals were pretty good with you know her uh, forcing uh, Bruce Banner out of the body, which is a yeah. different take to Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it was it was a bit 
maybe too easy, too convenient for her to give it up like that. But you know, that's you know, the, the whole movie is full of things like that, right? Mm. Um, now I do want to get to the part where um, the Morag, the Morag and Volmia, Volmia mm-hmm. teams. Which so that was um, mostly uh, Scar Joe, yeah. Nat and Clint. Yep. <laughs> and uh, War Machine Nebula. and yep. Nebula, right. Um, so, yeah, a cu- couple of funny bits. I, I thought the whole, um, you know, Peter Quill singing in that intro when we were first in- introduced to the character and, mm. you know, and, and you know, he's kind of like goofing around and he's, he's actually not a good singer. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, the dynamics between War Machine and Nebula. I mean, that they, they only had those two, two little lines, but um, I thought that was a good sort of pairing. Almost a miscellaneous pairing, aren't they? Mm, mm. Yeah. But I mean, Nebula plays a big part to, the, to that as well. Um, yeah. But um, w- one of the questions I had was, Nebula would have known that one of them would have to sacrifice themselves. And conveniently, they kind of like love each other, right? Yes, Clint and Nat. So why yeah. why why did Nebula not warn them? Or well, I guess she can't warn them because I think Nebula is a bit like um, oh, who's the big dude in Guardians? Uh, Thanos? No, um, a green guy. Uh, Drax. Or Drax. Okay. I don't think she because she's so robotic. I don't think mm. she has. Um, much of an EQ left because she's, you know, 99.9% robot. So mm. I don't think she, you know, I think that, that that's what that scene was. The whole football scene in the, ah. uh, in the ship was about just to show you that Nebula actually isn't very human anymore. Mm. Yes. Maybe she never was. Um, yeah. but yeah, like, okay. So I think the second time I was watching it, I was like, but she should, she should have told them more. She should have like, if, if she cares for the team mm. or maybe she cares for the outcome more, I don't know. And, if someone says so, then yeah. Um, now and and the whole quantum entanglement of the Wi-Fi password, the, the Wi-Fi wireless <laughs> network between the two brains. Yeah, uh, let's just put that in the uh, convenient <laughs> sort of exposition box. Um, it was it was a bit unbelievable. It's a bit unbelievable, but they did. You know, I think someone said the the same thing happened between Scott Lang and Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, in a in a roundabout way, because remember mm. when when he actually became Michelle Pfeiffer, yes, which was one of the yes, most amazing yeah. scenes in the whole MCU. Yeah, they should have given him an Oscar for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like Paul Rudd, the actor playing Scott Lang, doing Michelle Pfeiffer, the actor. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, okay. all right. Where are we up to now? Um, um Dark World. Yeah. yeah, I think that one we can skip almost. It was so bad. Was, uh, well, he did get it Molnir back. Yeah, but that would have screwed up an entire timeline, right? That would have created branches upon branches upon yeah. branches. Like it, the mm. Thor without the hammer would have created, you know, the butterfly fleck to a billion times and over. I feel. Um, mm. But also, they couldn't get Natalie Portman back, right? Because she she wants nothing to do with the Avengers. Um, she was so, at the premiere. Natalie Portman, the actress. Yeah, so I don't get it, right? Like, obviously, mm. they didn't shoot any new scenes, and yeah. the fact that Rocket got to her that easily mm. and could steal a stone just like that, compared to everyone else, was yeah. uh, and and Thor: The Dark World. You know, not many people remember it, uh, at least of all me. Not, not um, and I, I forgot. I totally forgot, like how the ether ended up inside her. Mm. Like she was the ether, right, or some something. Yeah, like that. she fell through some 
funny black hole thing and it just <laughs> disappeared there and it kind of ate her and you know, yeah. like it's just random and then like okay because thor you know went went off his on his own um so the rocket rocket had to like had had this device that actually got ether out of her so like they didn't really show how that happened no <laughs> so i think we could skip that one sure um i, I thought renee was so you know seeing her because she didn't have much much of a Many many lines in the original movie. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I, I did I did like the whole Thor mummy scene though. Like you know, he becomes such a five year old when he sees his mom again, which I kind of like. <laughs> totally from the future. Right. <laughs> That's pretty good. Pretty okay. Good. Um, now, so, um, so let's talk uh, favorite scene time again because uh, one of my other favorite scenes was Captain versus Captain. Yes. Um, um, in which... New York, yeah. As the fight was happening, I was kind of thinking, would old experience, would it, it's experience versus fitness almost, right? Like, who would win? Ooh. Yeah, well, mm, does, how, how does the serum work? Okay, let's not even go there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, the, the only way the, the, our captain won is because he used the, um, the, the scepter. That's right, but I think it also shows... Um, Cap's maturity, mm-hmm. like he isn't punching his way out of everything. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I mean, that's that famous line, right? Like, are you going to punch yourself out of this one? Mm-hmm. Um, so he's maturing. And I think that lift scene was probably one of my favorite scenes Ooh, in the movie as well. That was very good. Hydra. Yeah, where he said Hell Hydra, which is, mm. you know, a, a, a great line from the Supreme Secret Empire arc in uh, Marvel Comics, where Ooh, he became controversial, evil though. Controversial. Very controversial. Mm. Um, I mean, we all expected the whole lift scene again, and uh, what a great twist. Yeah, I mean, that, that, yeah, it's, it's a bit, little bit far-fetched because how can you have the exact same situation? Um, but I guess, you know, it's, it's Marvel. Um, because that was from Winter Soldier when, when, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. is infiltrated by Hydra. Uh, yeah. Yep. That's right. Um, and then uh, they screw up. So Loki gets away with the Tesseract. So he's mm-hmm. back. Uh, thankfully for Disney plus who is going to do a Loki series. And I think that's where it's going to sort of take over. Um, and they have to go back to 1970-something-something uh, to get more pin particles as well as the Tesseract. That's right. So I've got the exact place. It is 1970 exactly. And, oh, my God. Camp, Camp Lehigh. Camp Lehigh, yes. <laughs> that was uh, featured. Um, we also get Stanley's cameo. Yes. Uh, it's a D.H. Stanley. So is it actually Stanley? Hmm. Mm. 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 They start. They Star Wars him. Yeah, um, they de-aged Michael Douglas even more. Than yeah, the last who time. thought that was possible? <laughs> Had this crazy hair. Uh, we get to see um, the old Ant Man helmet. Yes, which I thought was amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean that 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 whole scene and that sort of you know scenario like felt like a different movie as well. Like it, it was shot differently and mm. slightly blurry. I'm not sure. Um, Second time around, it was it, it, it seemed a bit more pretty. We also saw Jarvis, um, which apparently is the first time anyone from the MC TV universe made it into the MCU. Peggy Carter, yes. Mm-mm-mm. Now, why why did it say Margaret Carter? I actually don't know. Mm, okay, we might have. I, I didn't see the, see the series, but I'm sure it's um, it's there somewhere. Mm. Um, and Jarvis was, I think, the. Was was he also her? Um, 
That's right. Uh, limousine driver. Yes. What do you call those people? Chauffeurs. Chauffeurs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. The, the union's going to get us now. The chauffeur guys are going to come and get us. Uh-oh. Um, hope, hopefully, it's not Wolverine. That's a random callback there. That's a good one. That's a good Is one. It? I okay. like it. Um, the sacrifice we, we talked about, um, that, you know, that was probably not expected. Um, I think now this, this kind of sets up or poses a question about um, Black Widow's uh, film that's been mooted. Mm-hmm. Apparently shooting next, starting shooting next month. Interesting. So, how is that going to work? What, what, what are your? I, I think it's going to be a prequel. It could be a prequel, sure. or it could be yeah. her trying to get out of the soul. World. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, I think the other assumption was everyone was going to survive because everyone's stuck in the soul stone. Mm. Um, I don't know if they're going to play that card because they've already established that you know okay. if they could have done it, they would have done it. But in this case, they well, decided to. Yeah, let's park that one because I think there's another yeah. question about Gamora as well. I yeah. really need to answer. Um, okay, so all the stones are back. Everyone's back into 2023, which is present day for us. Uh, and uh, I guess Hulk kind of says, well, I'm kind of main for this because it's uh, radiating with uh, gamma rays. Mm. Um, and uh, what happens? Nebula at the same time has opened the portal and I have no idea why, how, how those... Armies got through with with a single pimp. Well, might have not had any pimp particles, but maybe they're full of them in space. I'm gonna go with Thanos. Reverse engineered the pimp particles and created Thanos particles and dragged everyone through the portal somehow. Oh man! So maybe maybe like it wasn't right then. Maybe he actually waited a couple of years to do all that because it doesn't matter like when he does it, right? Anyway. Correct. <laughs> Um, yes. Uh, and then the battle. Yes. <laughs> the third movie in the, in the film, <laughs> I'm going to call it. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, oh, oh my God. Okay. So I, I definitely enjoyed it a lot more the second time around. Okay, good. Cause I couldn't I'm... see what was going on the first <laughs> time around. It was a bit too much. Um, a lot of, lot of fan reactions. Um, yeah. Now I'm going to play a clip actually. I'm going to play it. a clip. Um, and this is... So I found this, uh, there's this video going around about someone posting the audience reaction while watching the movie. So it's all audio. And this was the part, I think this is the crowd pleaser and probably my favorite sort of, oh my God moment where, when Captain America is worthy. So he's, this goes for what? 16 seconds. It's not too long. This, this was a reaction in that scene. Yeah, so it wasn't quite like that in our screening, but um, yeah, but, but I like it how I like it how like the nerds went got angry fast in the sense that oh you know you shouldn't be able to channel lightning and things like that. Oh. I'm like really you know based on just podcasts alone like we picked up twenty different gaps you could have picked on, and you had to pick the most awesome scene in the movie to try and break apart. Like it's no, just please just, don't you just please gotta don't. take this one you just gotta you just yeah. gotta enjoy it man. Yes. Um, now, I think that was a IMAX screening in America. And I don't know if you've been to one of these sort of sessions where crowd just literally clapping the whole way through. <laughs> people are actually annoyed by that. Like people on Reddit were talking about how annoyed they were that they couldn't hear a thing. So I'm oh, glad okay. it wasn't like that for us, I think. 
No, but I think, I mean, think about it. So if you're um, sort of say like a late teenager, you, you pretty much grew up with this family, like your second family mm. through your te- teenage years and even before that. So, you know, it's going to be really emotional and quite overwhelming for them. Mm. Um, because, I mean, I was getting teary. I'm sure you were. I'm no, sure no, I was, else- I was as well. I that was, you know, and just, you know, just the feel. I think it was the build-up of, well, we've had this amazing run of movies, mostly, like some hit and miss, of course, but um, I think it was just that culmination of everything is okay. Well, it's it's not just the characters are dead, but yeah. MCU is dead, more or less. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I thought the battle was very cool. A couple of scenes stood out for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Doctor Strange casting some spell where he could drag things into the ground mm-hmm. uh, was quite interesting. You know, a lot of people were uh, speculating that he was dragging them to hell and things like that. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the scene that confused me the most was there was a flood happening and he was summoning some sort of cyclone to push the water back. Um, so that kept him occupied, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, the other big scene, obviously, were all the women of Avengers getting together to Ooh. form the A-Force, which mm-hmm. is uh, the comic book all about that. So hopefully mm-hmm. that becomes a thing. That was kind of a cool scene. So I have a clip on that, Kelvin? Yeah. Uh, because I guess, you know, the, there is a team out there in the comic land that features all female heroes. Is that correct? Yep. Um, okay, so <laughs> this is actually from uh, Screen Rant's pitch meeting series. I don't know if you've seen any of this, but it's like the same guy sort of talking to each other, talking to himself. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So one's, one's sort of pitching the movie. The other one's like a like a studio executive sort of, go, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Okay, so this is <laughs> talking about that scene exactly. And at a certain point, all the female heroes are going to land in the same spot to protect the gauntlet. Well, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be badass. I bet it will. Why do they do that, though? To protect the gauntlet. Right, okay, but why did all the female heroes land in the same spot at the same time? Did they plan that, like, through their communicators? No, no, of course not. That's silly. So it's a coincidence, then? It just so happens that all the female characters and only the female characters all did that simultaneously? I mean, I wouldn't call it a coincidence, either. Don't get me wrong, it sounds awesome. I'm just trying to understand how and why something like that would happen on a massive battle. Well, here's the thing. It's going to be a very cool scene, so I need you to get all the way off my back about the logistics. Oh, okay, I'll do that. Great. So anyway, then Captain Marvel and the gang have to get this gauntlet to the van. Captain Marvel has the gauntlet. Why doesn't she put it on and turn all the bad guys to dust? Because. Fair enough. (laughs) It goes on. I love those videos. No, no, uh, that was pretty funny. Like, very true. I mean, it's not the first time they've done it. Like, in Infinity War, there were a couple of scenes where they put a Scarlet Witch and... uh, you know, the, 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 the warriors from Black Panther along mm-hmm. with, you know, Natasha and, and scenes. So it is, you know, it is 2019 and it's, it's just, you know, the, I, 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 it is a little bit forced. And, but, you know, I think if they introduce, mm-hmm. you know, A-Force, I think it's worth it. Yeah, I think with that in mind, because I think when I saw it the first time, I was like, oh, it's a bit on the nose here. But I think, okay, they're setting up for A-Force. Maybe I can get on board with that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm gonna make sure it's called a force before I shoot my. Yes, it is called a force. Yes, We're fine, everybody. Yeah, it's not a force. It's a force. <laughs> God. <laughs> no. Okay. A force. Oh, uh, that's the intro right there. Um. <laughs> All right. What else? Um. Do 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 Yeah. A lot of bow pee bow pow pow. Whoa, Valkyrie on a flying horse. Um. Also, Howard the Duck. Did you know? 
No. How the duck is in there somewhere. What is well. he doing? Like packing well, you, people. You just, you just see him walking out of the, you know, the the portal somewhere. Um, Why did I'm, they drag him into this? Well, he's part of the universe, man, and it's basically every single character that's been in the universe has to be in part of this. So here's a couple of things, right? Obviously, yeah, okay. they needed a lot of wizards to open the portals, and <laughs> they all survived the snapping, I guess. Well, half of them. <laughs> the important ones, like Ben uh, Wong, was another one that we weren't sure about, and he survived. Oh, hang on, did he? No, like this. This well, that's the thing, right? This is like, after. Okay, this yeah. is after. Yeah, um, right, right, right. But right, 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 the, right. the fact that you can corral that many wizards in that mm. short amount of time between the snapping and yeah. um, the battle. What about like, um, the future villain for Doctor Strange Two, who is the guy who uh, who went too many sorcerers? <laughs> that guy. <laughs> The green sorcerer, I like to call him. Yeah, that guy. Uh, yeah, Let's I don't see. know. Okay. I, maybe he maybe. got snapped and maybe. he's still trying to get his head around it. Yes, maybe, um, you know, because the the way the gauntlet works, or the stones, you, it's, it's like a birthday wish, right? You have to really wish for it really hard, and maybe he just wasn't part of that. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Are we just going to gloss over that fact, you know, how the actual infinity stones work? It's just got to think about it. Uh, yeah, like you know, I mean, th- there was a little yeah, scene. Details wrong, yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a scene at the end where the Hulk says he really tried to bring Natasha back, but it didn't work. So mm. not exactly, I think. Right. Only okay. So you can only undo. So he he thought, well, it's it's conflicted. It's is it undo or is it like bring actual dead people back? Yeah. Yes. Um, I I would have liked to have seen how people just returned. Do you think like there was like uh, dust flying around and suddenly it goes? <laughs> it's like <laughs> when you reverse the vacuum cleaner and dust comes out. Ah, oh. yeah, there was a broom broomstick joke there somewhere as well. Um, yeah, but you see, that's the thing, right? Okay, let's just say that you return to the spot where you were at when you were dusted. Mm-hmm. I'm quite sure some people have gotten hit by a car or something. So people must have died during <laughs> oh, the yeah. unsnapping as well. I think airplanes. Wow. Like, what Havoc. happens then? Havoc, havoc, um, yeah. Yeah. Now, logistics. We don't want to think about the logistics. We're just okay, thinking okay, about okay. the heroes here, okay? Okay. Um, all right, so Tony Stark dies. I think he's really dead, right? Yeah, I think he's really dead. And uh, a part of me wanted the ending to be them splitting the stones up and giving them to one, you know, uh, superhero each. But I, I don't mm. think, I think that would have just dragged on the phase even further. So I'm glad they did what they did. The, the actual ending, yeah. Um, now, to, uh, sorry, uh, did Steve also return the Molnia? Because that was a little bit of a... Because you're saying that the other universe, obviously the Infinity Stones are important. Yeah, I, I, I think I think yeah. they made that known. I think that, you know, that's why he took Milnia with him. Um, did you have it with him? Yeah, he, oh, he it, it was in it was in the machine thing. Ah, okay, I missed that. I've got to look out for that tomorrow night. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, you do that for the third time. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna look for th- Howard the Duck. <laughs> and how do you return the Soul Stone? Is what I'm trying to figure Ooh, out. Oh yeah, that's a bit. Uh, that's a tough one. Um, Returning is you- like maybe the rest goal is like. Uh, Whoa. Oh, okay. No refunds, returning. <laughs> this has never happened before. What actually happens to Red Skull when after it's gone? I think he just hangs about, man. I think he just mm. chills out. Good weather, you know. It's like, what do I do now? Yeah. Just wait for the next time traveler to do his thing again. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, because to return to Soulstone, you stop Natasha from killing herself. Right? 
Oh, God. Okay. And I didn't think about this. Okay. So you stop how, how, do you re- how do you physically return? You just like, got it, like maybe get there before. Hang on. So because the timeline is linear, you can't do that, right? Because yeah. stopping Natasha from killing herself is not going right. to stop the creation of the Soul Stone because yeah. time doesn't work that way here. So I don't know. Let's just say the Ancient One did it for the fun of it. I don't know. How? I don't know. Okay. All right. Okay. That's, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, does it? It's because. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's safe to say that if mm. you died to create the Soul Stone, it's permadeath. Yes. Unless you return the soul stone, which doesn't do anything. Okay. So I, I, I think I, I like where we're going with this. I think the soul stone is still out there. Still, well, it has to be, doesn't it? Well, you see, the soul stone is the only one that doesn't really matter because I see it doesn't I see. do anything. Ah, well, it so does. It, you do need it to kill people. Yes, but because it's not, it doesn't have a. You know, it, it doesn't like you know, like Doctor Strange. If it, it, it creates a hero there, mm-hmm. um, so maybe it's something we haven't figured. They haven't figured out yet, and that's why there's mm. such a big gap in it. Okay, I mean, like we don't really know what half of those stones actually do by themselves. No, what the, what they, does what does Aether do? Just like, I get angry. Red goo. <laughs> makes you angry. Okay, that that's why you leave the MCU like Natalie Portman did. Pretty much. Um, now, old Rogers. I mm. thought the makeup was incredible because, yeah, you, you didn't think it was him, but I, I it's think it was pretty him. sure it's Chris Evans. Wow, yeah, it's... I'm pretty sure too. Like, I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, that 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 was probably the best old man makeup I've ever seen. Uh, I've given Bosco for that. Yeah. <laughs> now, are you familiar with the comic series, the comic run where um, Steve he his serum runs out or something, and like he just yeah, ages he gets, really quickly. He gets it taken out. And he becomes a director of Shield, yeah. uh, which is. I don't think they do that. I think I think it's time to end it. I think I think focusing on uh, Falcon is probably a better play. Oh, it's definitely an ending for Steve Rogers. So yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. And um, I mean, I, I was hoping that would be the final scene, and I, I got it. Like the the date, the date that he missed from uh, the first oh, Captain yeah. America. Yeah. What was it? Well, when when he's dancing um, yeah. in, in 1945. I. A part of me wanted Bucky instead, because Bucky does, you know, mm-hmm. um, pick up the shield for a bit in the comic books. Oh, and you I mean Captain like, America? Okay, yes. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would have preferred Bucky, because it seems more plausible that you need a semi-superhuman to become Cap. But he was also a former terrorist, killed a bunch of people, including uh, yeah, yeah, Howard yeah. Stark and uh, you know what, just don't put it. Just don't put it on your LinkedIn, you know what I mean? You'll be fine. Yeah, okay, okay. Oh yeah, the yeah, Captain America on LinkedIn. I like that. That's <laughs> um, no, Bucky on LinkedIn. Um, <laughs> now, future of the MCU. Let's let's yes. finish with this one. Yes. Um, I I don't think there'll be any new movies to do with this sort of saga or con- even a continuation until twenty twenty three. Yeah, I I think they're gonna give it a break, and you know, uh, there's rumor of the Eternals, which. Mm. I think the story for that is going to be how they really royally screwed up the timelines. Like, uh-huh. what do you mean? So, uh, in the sense that, like, they've totally fractured the space-time continuum, and the Eternals have to go fix it because the Eternals are sort of like superhumans that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, were created at at some point very early on in the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're going to explore how all the events that have happened in Phase 
three or four, whatever it is right now, has really screwed with the space-time continuum. Okay. So it would be a continuation of the current saga. Uh, I, I think it would it would take it more to, towards more of the cosmic angle of the MCU, but definitely talk about how yeah. Warlock has to come in from you know Guardians three. Who knows um, to try and save everything? Uh, who knows? So Guardians three, I think um, James Gunn has rejoined the project after getting That's fired. Right. Mm. Um, I mean, he had a script for three, and I guess you know Thor is going to be joining the as Guardians of the Galaxy, which I like. <laughs> that was pretty cool and also also a title of a comic book mm. um now you know what 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 is it going to be i think it's going to be more about sure warlock might be introduced but um what about searching for gamora because we don't quite know what happened to the old gamora she just i, w- I was looking out for this in the in the second screening and she just kind of disappears you know yeah i think it's a lot to take in right you travel into the future and you're dead but I mean, like she might have been dusted when Tony Stark snapped because all the everyone from the past got dusted. Why, why not her? Like, would, would Tony Stark would have? Because I, Gamora, I've heard about her. She's good. Yeah, I think he. I think because of what Peter Quill did um, mm-hmm. in Infinity War, where you know he ruined everything, and they could have ended it there. I think he would have. He would have left. He would have. You know, he would have thought about that. I think he would have left Gamora alone just to make sure that Quill had somebody or, you know, had a plot for Guardians 3. Mm, but then she wasn't in any of the ending scenes. So mm. is it assumed that she just went back to her present time? Well, I don't think so. I think she's actually exploring space in 2023. Oh, I see. So mm. she just went off. She just went off. So past Gamora is now in the future. That's and right. Guardians of the Galaxy Three will be search for the search for Spock, search for Gamora. <laughs> Pretty much, but it's, it's not Quill's Gamora, so hmm, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, like you said, right? They're not going to be doing this for a while, so they have time to try and retcon mm. maybe a few things or um, mm-hmm. figure it out. Yeah, and I don't know. Like I, maybe it's a contractual thing, but I just can't really get my head around the fact that she's no longer part of the team because like it just feels too you know two alpha blokes quail and thor um you know and then you know you got some sort of minor characters Hmm. um i think uh mantis just had that one stupid line right at the end yeah um otherwise she didn't get any lines um but yeah. I think I think Nebula is also going to be joining the Guardians. Yeah, um, yeah she was And there, yeah. I felt like she was in the movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and the makeup was so good that when I was looking at the interviews and stuff, I had no idea who the actress was mm-hmm. uh, when they were interviewing her. And it took me a while to figure out that you know she was actually... I did, I did uh, have this sort of Nebula. wow moment because the whole time I thought her makeup was actually crap because it just looked like it was painted on, yeah. actually. And then there was a bit where like she actually takes off a bit of her head. It's like, oh, mm. actually, it's start makeup. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe that maybe it was just a trickery of the light or whatever. But mm. um, what about Spider-Man? What's, uh, you, you said that that's going to be the actual end of Phase 4. Yeah. So there is, what was the next one called? Oh, Far From Whom? Euro, Euro Trip. Um, where, you know, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Mm. Um, but I think they're going to explain why his entire school got snapped, I guess. That's why everyone is... Back or at, at least school. his friends, or at least his yeah. close friends, yeah. So if you knew Peter Parker, you would have been snapped. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how they resolve that. I think that's why that has to be the last film in this phase because they're going to have to explain 
what happened to the kids who survived it, what happened to the kids who didn't. Yeah, but they could have not done that by showing that scene at the end. <laughs> anyway, I just, it just seems very odd. Um, now, we did stick around to the end credits because, you know, we were fresh and no one had actually talked about this yet mm. online and we didn't know there was a lack of uh, end credits or post credits. But there was a, a Sonic version, like Audible version. Do you know about this? No. Yeah, so apparently, um, just as it goes to black after after the whole time, I th- and I do seem to recall something like that, but there were three sort of clanks. I've got a clip, I, of course. Yeah, go ahead, play it. Okay, so sort of ignore the, the music in the background, but you're going to hear sort of three clanks. So this is as, yeah, basically the, the lights went on in the, in the cinema. Ooh. Do you remember that so, at all? I actually do remember that, and I okay. thought it was just a nice homage to Iron Man 1. Ah, okay. Well, I think that's the standing theory. Um, uh-huh. But also, some people are saying that, well, maybe Tony Stark is still alive. And he's trying to build a suit out of hell? Yeah, why not? Why like, not? Wherever yeah. he is. is it, do you go to the soul world? So, I think we need to take one seat back a bit and talk about the funeral, right? Oh, okay, Where everyone yeah. was trying to figure out who that kid is. So, maybe mm. that kid is building a suit. Mm. Wait, I've got his name. Got his Ty name. Simpkins. I'm reading your notes, by oh, the okay. way. <laughs> <laughs> I left my notes ages ago. Um, okay, Ty Simpkins. Uh, he was in Iron Man 3. He was, he was a dude and he sort of became friendly with Tony. Um, is that what happened? <laughs> I think it was a lot. I think it was a lot more complicated than not, not in a, sorry, not in a Michael Jackson way. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, hang on, maybe no. Okay, no. Well, no why would he turn up to the funeral? That. Okay, let's not go there. Um, yes, yeah, so that that was probably the question on everyone's lips. Um, pretty much 99 percent of the public, I think. But uh, yeah, that you know that that's a good callback, I suppose. Um, I guess Tony didn't have any other friends. Yeah, but I feel like maybe that's a gap that he didn't tell anyone about. Maybe he had a protege and Ty mm. was it. Okay, uh, so you're saying that that could be the new Iron Man? Yeah. Or at least uh, the setup for? I, I hope they go with, you know, like Ironheart, which, mm-hmm. you know, Riri Williams, uh, which is a uh, this kid that uh, is super smart and um, has Tony as an AI. I think that would be a cool follow-up in 2025. Oh. Okay, so I think Mr. Sunday Movies, I think his theory is that... Tony will return as an AI. Mm, which I think is cool. I think he'll be an, an annoying but yet helpful Yeah, AI. I think Dr. Zola, is it, from yeah. Captain America? Um, he was a... Because he died in the first one and then he returned as an AI. Yeah, if the guy could do it in the 20s or whatever it is, um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Tony could do it in 2023. He also invented time travel, so yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. so there's that as well. Yeah. All right, I'm out of notes. <laughs> I think the, the my last scene that i just want to end off the show is with when Mm -hmm. thor had two hammers oh um i feel like that was should have you know that should have been op'd in in my opinion yeah Uh, that should have ended everything but you know i think captain marvel could have ended everything as well Mm -hmm. um but they kept playing on that um uh and you know with so many good guys you know it made thor seem like you know he was that powerful but i felt like you know if they had introduced a few more villains that mm-hmm. would have been nice but that would have overcomplicated the whole thing mm-hmm. um but yeah so um, that was my uh last note on favorite scenes 
Mm. Yeah, maybe just some closing remarks from myself. Um, definitely uh, a bittersweet moment. Um, I think definitely, definitely enjoyed the second time around. I think first first time I was a bit, bit I don't know, a bit, bit anxious for some reason. Um, I think I'm going. I might play this clip because uh, I think people can definitely relate to this guy, um, especially towards the end. And we're in the car, and the windows are fogging up because we're. Sorry, I should have mentioned. Um, this is uh, Chris Stuckman from one of one of the popular uh, movie review channels, and he's talking about how he was with his wife at a at a drive-in watching this for the second time, and this this was a reaction they had in the car bawling our eyes out like i can hear my wife she's like crying like she's lost a real loved one that's how well these guys crafted this universe and you just have to give it to them despite what nitpicks you could have with each little film and and some of the other marvel films that aren't really that great you just have to sit back and and really give them a round of applause for crafting such a unique universe yeah so i think uh that that sort of resonates with a lot of people at the moment yeah um yeah it's it, it is kind of sad because it's over the, the dream is over yeah and and you know what like it means a lot to me as well because i had so much hope for x-men as a kid and the movies were horrible and mm. thank god the mcu came into our lives and and i'm i'm totally convinced it's not going to happen again it at least gave us 10 the laser couch episodes <laughs> <laughs> totally it yeah. propelled this into like you know uh, fame and fortune no it didn't um but yeah i think i think that's i i, I agree with that 100 percent. Mm. all right let's close this one kelvin yeah so um uh, we don't usually cover movies but you know i we've definitely felt like this was one of those movies that you know impacted us so much it'll be back to usual programming uh in the next episode so if you want to check out all other all our other 124 episodes do go to the website at thelazycouch.com you can also search for us on all the different social media platforms but please 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 let us know what you think leave us some stars some feedback on itunes or anything else you use to listen to podcasts that's Kelv out and jeff out longest episode ever oh my god what was that over an hour oh god Uh, but i think it was i think it was good to go man i think yeah like um, hopefully it's not too much editing. Um, no, I don't, I don't, I hardly edit anymore. I just, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love it. I love it. Just, yeah. just do that. Um, uh, uh, we've got F8 next week or this week. How does Skype, right? I can't, how do I check Skype? This stupid box thing. I, oh, check oh. Skype. what do you mean check Skype? No, like Skype, like, you know, there's a box that, that goes to the side and I never know how to open it. Uh, it's annoys the hell out of me. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, coming up, I was just having a look. Um, F8, mm. 30th of April, isn't that tomorrow? Yes. Oh, my God. It's now. It's now? <laughs> oh, yeah, officially Wait, now. Yeah. Do we want to cover F8? Well, let's see what comes out of it. Okay. And I've got Google I.O. sometime in May. Is it early May? I think it's early May, isn't it? Yeah. So maybe that could be yeah. a dual episode. Yeah, it'll probably be my last one for a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it could be yeah it could be right now um, yeah um, so we'll yeah. see how we go uh, mm. but uh, maybe we need a backup plan or some sort of hmm anyway we'll, we'll figure it out well who knows like uh, you know they may be just completely amazing and just sleep through all night every night yeah that, that could or, be. 
Or you know, why don't, why don't we just pick half the episodes we like, <laughs> yeah. kill the other half, Ooh. <laughs> and just replay them, the one that survived. Oh, no. um, I'm trying to uh, snap. Yeah, like, I can't really do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, someone, you know, well, someone, I... in Reddit, someone in Reddit uh, did this mm. mathematical calculation in terms of how many snaps it would take to kill everyone until there was one person left. Uh, oh, right. You want to know uh, how many? Well, you gotta. Well, what's the? Are we going for every single living? Depends on how many aliens and. Yeah, let's just say Earth. Okay, uh, six. Uh, what are we up to? Six billion. Uh, one billion is ten to the power of ten. Is it? No, twenty. Uh, twenty-three. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Oh, damn it! Close. Is it? Is it two to the power of thirty? That's a billion. Dude, I'm not even gonna go there. I looked at it. I just, I just scrolled all the way to the bottom just to see what number it was. Hey Siri. Actually, no Siri, go away. Computer, what is two to the power of thirty? Go ahead. Did you get that? Yes, I did. That was uh, Alexa there. I call oh. the computer now. Wait, why do you have Alexa? Because uh, I got it for free um, as part of the Prime and I just set it up last oh, week. I, yeah, I got it free as well. You haven't set it up? Ago. I have. Okay. Uh, I need to call it something else. Mm. So I like you, your can't, idea. you can't do... You can't... Um, you can't call it anything you want now it's there's only a few choices oh mm. maybe Jar- jarvis i think you can set it up as jarvis i think you can set it up as friday computer uh is it gonna rain tomorrow no rain is expected in gladesville tomorrow thank you now everyone knows where i live <laughs> <laughs> that's funny okay all right um all right